Coming in hot, 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 Lisa shares her financial tips and strategies to build wealth, have fun with finances, and be debt-free without having a restrictive budget. From bankrupt to millionaire, Lisa knows what it's like to feel as if you're living paycheck to paycheck. Her unconventional money multiplier system is the very wealth protocol that enabled her to retire two and a half years early, pay down $100,000 of debt in six months, and move to her dream home at the beach. Coming in hot, 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 Lisa shares her financial tips and strategies to build wealth, have fun with finances, and be debt-free without having a restrictive budget. From bankrupt to millionaire, Lisa knows what it's like to feel as if you're living paycheck to paycheck. Her unconventional money multiplier system is the very wealth protocol that enabled her to retire two and a half years early, pay down $100,000 of debt in six months, and move to her dream home at the beach. Welcome to this episode of I Date Money. Today, we have the beautiful Devin, a functional medicine practitioner, military wife, and mom who stepped into entrepreneurship in the last two years, serving families looking for a different approach to their health. I absolutely love what she's doing. She's really taking a different approach to healthcare from the inside out. You know, so many people are putting band-aids on all of our ailments. She's ripping the band-aid off, which I absolutely love, and discovering the root cause so people can be healthy. So thank you so much for being here, for sharing this space with us. Um, Tell us, What's your earliest childhood memory when it comes to money? The very first time you met money, what was that like for you? Oh, that's a good question. I guess my earliest memory, you know, the first thing that comes to mind is uh, a babysitting job that I had. Well, really, it was nanny. And I uh, went to, it was someone that I knew through a childcare at the gym. And it was a mom that needed, she needed help. And I went to her house and she, you know, asked me, okay, you know, I would love to have you. How much do you charge? And I go, oh, you know, anything, whatever, you know, whatever you want, <laughs> whatever you want to pay me. And she goes, no, Devin, Devin, no, you don't understand. Listen, you need to know what your rate is. You need to know what you charge. You don't just, you know, and I go, no, no, really though. It's so I've always had a very sort of very uncomfortable, whatever you want, whatever you think, you know, no, no sense of of value really of, of worth of like, this is what I, you know, this is what I charge. This is what, and, and feel comfortable and not feel comfortable. And I just did not have that. And, you know, and I can laugh about it now, but it was a struggle. It was a big struggle, obviously growing, growing up and getting older because you do, you, you really have to have a strong mindset around what you, what you charge, what you, what you put value in and absolutely. um, and knowing yeah. what the value is and being confident to charge. And did you come up with a value after mm-hmm. he called you out on it? Well, I just sort of, it, it just, it just sort of hit me of like, oh, you know, I didn't realize how much I was in that mindset of, mm-hmm. of just sort of, you know, whatever you want. I don't really, I'm really uncomfortable asking, really uncomfortable. Um, you know, my, my thought was I'm taking from somebody and I never wanted to take from them. Right. I felt like I was, you know, and I realized, no, this is a, this is an exchange. It's an, it's a service. It's a value. It's, you know, people are, I'm happy. You know, if I, if I think of, you know, 
my perspective, I'm, I'm happy to pay for something that I get really good value from. Exactly. Yeah. And you're talking about taking care of their children, their most prized, you know, asset, right? <laughs> These are, yes. We want someone to take care of our family. We want to be sure that they're in well, you know, good hands and somebody that we trust. So yeah, they're willing to pay top dollar. I remember my first babysitting job, we got, I got a dollar an hour. And I remember I babysat full-time in the summers when I was 11 years old for the little boy across the street who was three years old. And one time his dad came home 15 minutes early and docked me 25 cents. And I was really upset. And I was like, I am never going to dock a babysitter. I'm going to overpay them. <laughs> I always <laughs> rounded up when my kids are little ahead babysitters. It's like, you know, I paid them top dollar and I was always rounded up, never, ever shorted them. It just was instilled in my mind, you know, knowing yeah. what the, of, our, of our service. So where did this come from, this fear? It's almost like you, you know, imagine money is a person and you're almost shying away from money saying, no, no, I don't want money. No, I'll do it for free. <laughs> Let's <Exactly>. barter. <laughs> yes, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. It was such, it was such a difficult thing for me to, to wrap my mind around, um, you know, that to actually disconnect from that belief that I'm taking from somebody versus, you know, taking something from someone versus, um, you know, the, what I'm actually giving in, ex in, in exchange. So, and yeah, like you said, now no, that I'm a mom, you know, and I've had babysitters, I would pay I'm like, Oh, what I would pay for, you know, to know that I have someone that I can trust and that's good. And, you know, I don't have to worry and I'm not sitting there, you know, twiddling my fingers uh, like this, wondering, you're like, Oh, are they okay? Um, uh, and so oh, yeah, that piece of mind is incredible. Yeah, that's you could pay anything for that. So, what was it like growing up in your family with money? Um, you know, I guess you could just sense if I think about it, it's I, it was a lot of you know, this is hard work, this is something you know, there was a lot, it put a lot of uh, of emphasis on you know, really taking care of what you have, really making sure that you know. I, I watched my dad work really, really, really hard and, you know, my mom as well. And I just, it, it meant a lot to me not to see that go to waste or to see, you know, just know that, uh, they had to work really hard for what I had and what we had. And so, um, I never wanted that to be taken for granted. And then I think in my mind, I recognized, okay, I, you know, this is something that I have to you know, going forward, I know that Yeah. that's just something I'm always going to have to work. You know, money is something that you have to work really, really hard, hard for. Yeah. And, um, and of course that's changed now. <laughs> how, did it, how did it change? I guess if we're going, uh, going into now to what I do in my, when I started my practice, um, being in the healthcare field, we're natural givers and we just want to help everybody. And, take care of everybody. The whole just, you know, money or the business aspect is not talked about. And so I had a lot of work to do around that because, you know, within the, with about the first year, I didn't really have a business because I was really working for free. I was just taking on people and, you know, God was really preempting me. He's like, you start this, like, you need to do this. You need to start this. And he would just, I mean, it was just everywhere I went, 
floods of people that were like, I'm dealing with this and I've got this. And I went to the doctor and they said, you know, they don't under, they don't know my blood, you know, my, my labs came back normal and I've got this. And so it would just be around me everywhere. And I knew, you know, and, and every single one of them were people I knew I could help. And so I'd be like, I'll help you. I'll help you. I know exactly what to do. Don't worry about it. I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to charge you, but like, I'm going to show you exactly what to do. And here's, you know, we're going to run this lab and I'm going to do this, you know, send you this protocol. Obviously I, that didn't work out there. They did not, because I was devaluing what I do Mm -hmm. by not putting a price or not, you know, not charging they devalued what I did and they didn't, they didn't put value. I was, I was really sort of working with people that didn't have value in themselves. They weren't willing to, to invest in themselves. And so I was getting those people who, although they were struggling and they could use help, they weren't willing to put in that, that work. And so I ended up pay, pay attention. That's right. Yeah, so you were offering exactly. free services and people were taking it for granted, not implementing the what you were suggesting, and therefore they weren't seeing any results. Right, exactly. So yeah. when did the light bulb go off for you when you realized, wait a minute, I need to stop, like I'm not really helping? Because were, were was the thought that you were helping, but then when you realized after all these freebie seekers weren't implementing your the tools that you'd given them to get healthy and you knew it worked, you knew you had this amazing technique. What was that one? Can tell us about that light bulb moment that you had? What was your, what were you feeling? Um, You know, it was actually when I finally decided to invest in a business coach because I knew that I could only DIY for so long and take so many webinar classes and do all the free freebie things myself before actually investing in someone that could really help. Mm-hmm. And when I did that, so many light bulbs went off. Cause she goes, she goes, Devin, she goes, what you're doing. Um, she's like, listen, I don't want this to sound really harsh, but what you're doing is really rude. And I go, <laughs> I go, I go, what? you know, oh, what? I'm being rude. Are you kidding? And she goes, yeah. She goes, you have a story and you have spent the last decade acquiring all of this knowledge that can really help people and really help somebody and you are not giving it, <laughs> you're withholding it from people and you're, you're devaluing it for them. You know, you're making, you're, you're putting this something that could really help, help them. And you're, you're showing them that it's not, it's not worth it. It's not worth, you know, they, they can, you know, take it or leave it. And I've just thought, oh, oh my gosh, I can't believe I've been doing that. And she goes, people will only, uh, she, she said, uh, when people pay, they pay attention. And when I, you know, talk to her about charging, she goes, you will only feel comfortable charging and asking people to invest what you have been willing to invest in yourself. So because you've invested in yourself at, you know, this amount that as that increases, you will, you will feel comfortable asking other people to invest that because you have now seen the value and how much you've gotten out of that. And so that's going to be a gift to somebody. And that's totally how I see it now. I'm thinking when I, you know, when I um, have a consult with somebody and I tell them what I do and my, my, you know, my uh, program, I'm excited to tell them how much it is. I'm like, it's this much and this is what you're going to get. And it's going to be amazing because I know that every single person that I've gotten, they've gotten incredible results. They've done amazing and um, they've shown up and 
it's easy. It's not hard. I don't have to, you know, chase them around with emails or you they know, want what you have to offer because you're okay. you love offer, you believe in your offer. What's the most that you've ever invested in yourself? The most would be five thousand. Awesome. That's my top right now. But I know that it's I'm looking at, you know, I've I've seen people invest 10,000, 15,000, 20,000 programs. And as, as it goes up, the more that I'm willing to, I'm like, oh yeah, that would be easy. That's of course I would do that. You know, whereas before last year, I think no way you couldn't even get me to sign up for a $300 program. (laughs) Yeah. I've I've invested a lot of money into my, into my develop self-development programs because the the dollar amount doesn't really matter. You know, my my tagline is it doesn't matter how much money you make, it's what you do with it. And if you think about money as energy, we hold on so tight to it and we we can't even receive it because our fists are closed, right? Mm-hmm. And when you think about investing, it's a dollar amount. And I always like to say that when people invest in themselves, they feel that they feel that value and they're Getting, they're peeling back the layers of, of, of their self-worth and their self-sabotage and their self-assurance and self-love and all of that and giving themselves confidence. Because when we do invest in ourselves, we get to get to wherever we want to be so much faster than the DIY. Like you said, like think about all the time and time is money, right? When someone does a DIY or go after the freebies, they're actually wasting time because if they connected with the right coach that was a perfect fit for them, they're going to get there so much faster. So I love that you finally stepped up and invest in yourself. So many women entrepreneurs are afraid to invest in themselves. I have a money multiplier system. And one of the things is to take 10% of your income that you receive and just go have fun. And the first thing I hear is, what? I'm not spending 10% of, of my money on me just to have fun. No way. I'm like, yes, just do it. It's a game changer. It really changes your mindset. So that first time you invested that $5,000 into yourself, what what was what was the experience that you had in exchanging that money for that program, and how did it help you grow in your business? Yeah, so that is um, the the business coaching program, and that um, has been just. I mean, it's taken me. I wish I would have done it so much sooner. Of course, you know we all do. Um, it's one of those things where it's like you think you can figure it. I'll I'll do it the DIY way, and I'll sort of take you know find all the the free things that I can get and sort of piece everything all together and, um, and be in groups and talk to other people, but that's the long way. And you're just going to end up, I just was driving myself crazy because there was so many different ways, obviously to run a business, build it different types of programs you can have different niches. I mean, there's just, it's endless. And so I needed someone that was like, we're going to focus. This is exactly, you know, Pull, be able to pull things out and say, okay, this is what, these are your strengths. This is what you want to focus on. This is what you, you know, excel at and, um, and just sort of nail that down so that I could ramp up and actually open my, you know, as I say, open my, um, open for a business sign, <laughs> which I had off for, you know, mm-hmm. for, for that, um, for that, especially for that first year, because I was just busy trying to put it all, piece it all together. So investing in that was huge because it took, you know, what would have taken me probably another five years to figure out. I figured out in a couple months and um, so I ended up, 
right? <laughs> it's so much nicer. And I made so much more. I made so much more. I saved so much time. And she was able to reflect that back to me. She goes, how does that work with your clients? And I'm like, oh yeah, it's the same thing. You know, if they, if they yeah. invest in a program with somebody, you know, who does what I do versus somebody who, you know, just takes a by appointment basis or something that's just sort of a one-off thing. If you are really, are you, if you're investing in yourself and you're really, you know, ready to make that shift, to make that change, you will. And it'll save you um, years and years and years and thousands, you know, of money. I'm just thinking of how much people spend um, on their health and healthcare and, you know, things that they lose out on um, too. Um, And in any area, I mean, the three main areas are wealth, health and relationships, right? And people will go after all these freebies trying to figure it out and they spend so much time. And so, I mean, the pain too, because they're going through the emotional part of it. Right. And then they're like, oh, I just can't figure this out. And then that scary part of, well, okay, here's somebody who might be able to help, but is it really going to work for me? Right. There's that doubt that sets in our thoughts are so powerful, but then when you actually do it, and if you went back, so once you do make that initial investment, right or even subsequent investments, because coaches need coaches like me, we need that ongoing support. And there's so many different layers for us to learn and to reflect and refine on our businesses, and do it more efficiently. And thinking about like the back end of our business, all the things that, um, that need to be developed in there to sustain systems so that we can multiply our money. And when you think about if you can go back and add up all the time and equivalent that to money, what would be the dollar amount that you wasted going after freebies to get to where you want. And like you said, if you've been doing this for, you know, four or five years, trying to figure it out on your own and you're frustrating, or maybe you hired a coach and then you didn't implement their tools. You were like, no, I want an easier way out. You have like that resistance, right? And you do finally get it and you invest in yourself and you start charging and the clients start rolling in. And then all of a sudden you're making your six, seven figures or whatever your goal is that could have been done like two or three years later. Right. And it's like, okay, I just lost all this money because of my stubbornness. So if we can help people, whoever is listening out there, especially you startups, think about this. Okay. If you invest in yourself, your clients will invest in you. If you choose not to invest in yourself, how do you expect your clients to invest in you? So that's the the overall message here. So I love that you finally realized that, What was the, I know you have some entrepreneurial stories about your money relationship. If money was a person, what would your relationship look like? Oh, so much better. (laughs) (laughs) So much better. We are in a happy marriage. (laughs) I love that. Yes. Yes. Happy, long-term, good communication, open communication, um, all of the good things because I, I have now learned those skills and they really are their skills. Um, and I would say if you do, which, you know, like I mentioned, so many of us have, um, that boundary and I'm sure anybody who's listening is that person that has, you know, feels like, oh, I just have this. I feel like I have these blocks. And, um, if you are that person, I really do recommend getting, getting some coaching on that because it really, I think I thought that I could just jump right into the technical business, you know, things side of things and not work on mindset. 
And really it was the other way around. If I didn't, if I didn't overcome the mindset issues, then I was never going to be successful in my business. I really, it's, it's such a huge, huge component. And so I think this podcast is so important. <laughs> so it's going to teach, it helps, it's going to help so many people that are like, ah, I need help. Yeah. <laughs> I need mindset help. And it's funny because like with the mindset, it's, it's part of the piece, right? And if you think about our thoughts, they're so powerful, you know, and I always like to say, you know, I've been saying captivate our thoughts, you know, and as a Christian captivate your thoughts, make them obedient to Christ. But when you think about how powerful our thoughts are, when that thought comes in, it creates a feeling. And a lot of us, especially moms, will squash that feeling. And then they say when we don't process that feeling, we don't express that emotion to its fullest, it comes out as physical pain through the body. And when you think about that, you know, any thought that we have becomes the result that we desire. So there's this connection, you know, this head, heart, hand connection. And when you think about that, when we choose to take action on the thoughts that we receive and what we believe and why we believe it, that's what gets us our results. And really believing in what, like, what you're cut out to do. We all have these beautiful gifts and talents to use. And I see so many entrepreneurs, like they have so many different gifts and talents and they're not really sure which one to hone in on. And I'm like, the one that you have the best result in, the one that you love to do that you could do, you would, you could do it for free because you love it so much, but you're not going to, because you know, your value, <laughs> you know, and a lot of yes. moms also I see will, they have no problem investing in their family, investing in their children, you know, their husbands join the golf clubs, their kids are in, you know, travel sports, but when it comes to them, they're like, oh, I can't afford this. And you're like thinking about like, you know, all coaches, you know, we want to peel back layers for mindset, for management, for tech, for, you know, getting teams and things like that. Are you at that point in your business right now where you've hired a team, where you've implemented the tech? And what was that like for you when you were making those um, decisions? Yeah. So um, that actually was part of um, of scaling my businesses. I kind of hit a, you know, a a, a wall where I thought, okay, I can either, I'm either going to have to stretch myself in a hundred different directions. And, you know, you can only go, you can only really, you know, put your focus on, um, so many things before, if you stretch yourself too much, things can all sort of start to fall apart. And so, um, I recognized there was a point where I, I said, okay, it's smart. It's smart to, to outsource some help um, because they can focus on the things, you know, tedious things that you don't really want to focus on. So then I can do my job the best and focus on um, what, you know, what I originally set out to do, which is focus on clients and um, research and their results. And then I leave more of the, um, you know, tech VA, you know, hire a little virtual assistant and do more of, um, more of that. But I do think too, I got hung up on a lot of, um, you know, oh, I need this amazing website. I need to have all the social media pages all set up and I need to have, you know, thinking that I need to have all these things. Um, and I don't, and I like it that way. And, um, I found it wasn't necessary and I was wasting a lot of time doing that. So I think for some people, it is really important to have, you know, social media presence. Um, that's just a way you can get your message out a lot better. But for me, I kind of went in a different route. I more sort of, um, I teach a lot of workshops. I teach a lot of in-person 
workshops. I do a lot of um, even virtual, um, you know, webinars and things like that. And I like connecting with people more on a personal level versus just spending all my time, you know, posting, you know, creating content and stuff like that for for social media pages. So streamlining it, what you feel best at, because time is money. You had mentioned in in a DM that we had shared about your money mindset lessons. I know you referred to them a couple of minutes ago. So I'd like to just kind of circle back to that. What is the biggest money mindset lesson that you have learned that it, it's it's really been about perceived value about it's never actually about the dollar amount and that took although initially when you hear it it makes sense it's like yeah of course you know it's not about the the dollar amount but it did take a while for me to actually realize it recognize how true it really was um and how people you know they they perceive what they perceive as valuable to them. Um, it doesn't matter what that, what that value is, um, or what that price is. And that, um, you know, it also, when you undercharge or when you're giving things away for free, like I was in the beginning, how that is really taking from people because they do, you know, they, they value, um, investing in themselves in that way. And it's, that's actually helping them and getting them the, the, those better results. Um, just like I, how I've found out personally for myself. And so um, now I see it, I see, you know, money just so differently. And there was actually, there's one, it's such a random example, but <laughs> there was, um, you know, I was shopping with my kids and there was, I went there specifically to get like a nice work shirt. You know how it's nice how we can have, like, you have no idea if I have, slippers on right now. <laughs> <laughs> or if you're wearing pants <laughs> yeah right um, but I'm like I gotta get some nice like work shirts especially because this is what people see when I'm on calls and so I go in and I found these amazing like these like good denim jeans that are regularly probably 200 200 250 dollars on sale for the same price I didn't even recognize this till after but I thought this is so interesting it was the same price as this shirt that I thought that's ridiculous. You know, it's, it was like 90 bucks. It, the pants were on sale for 90 and the shirt was 90. I thought it was completely crazy that the shirt was 90 bucks, but it was like instantly like, I need these pants. I need these pants. They're 90 bucks. They're on sale. These are regularly, you know, 200. So of course they're the same price, but what I perceived as valuable that those pants, oh, well, these are regularly this. So I'm really saving this much. <laughs> really, I thought this is such, I just thought it was just so, so funny, just tying everything back in because I go, you know, it's such a perceived, it's perception. It's your perception and what you perceive as valuable to you. It's just, it's, it's just mind blowing how our brains work and how, um, you know, how our own perception of, or our own money stories things that we've had called up in the past, how that will we're circle back and kind of move forward with you if you don't change them. So I'm happy that I've overcome those things because it's good to teach my children too, as well, that I, you know, teach them the, the value and what they, you know, their little, their value, um, their little piggy banks, you know, their money, what would you like to, is this like, is this what you would like to to buy? Because once you buy that, then it's gone then that, you know, what you have is gone. And they just, just watching their little wheels turn of like, Oh, I, you know, 
how it works. Anyways, yeah. I just think I always, that's, that's I always, my. Yeah. I always like to say like we exchange our cash for an object or a service. So you're either getting a product or a service. So it's the ex, that exchange. And a lot of people will say, well, money is energy. And I'm not fully wrapped my head around that concept yet. So um, I know the reciprocal energy of giving and receiving. I know the more you give, the more you receive. And, you know, we can give our time, we can give our money, we can give our talents. And it's, uh, they all work together when you think about it. And when you think about like the parable of the three talents and the steward that tripled his money and how he was, you know, he was basically made CEO of the company and, you know, given more because he did the right thing. And if you think about leaving, you know, creating this legacy, this generational wealth, you know, and so many people can receive money, but they can't hold on to the frequency of it. So when we see, I was in, um, in a store, what store was I in? I was in Walmart and a little, a grandma was with her little um, grandson and he had $10 in his hand and he was looking at the toys and he wanted this one toy that was $19.99. And she basically bartered with him and said, well, you only have $10, so you can either choose a different toy or I can loan you the money and you can work it off. And I thought this child was four years old and I'm thinking, no, don't do that. And the, the wealth activation was just like, no, don't teach them this at a young age. You don't right, want to right? because we're borrowing from our future self. Right. And I mean, right. we can leverage debt to our advantage, but when we get into that continuum mindset of looking at the value and, you know, that same toy it, you know, might be on sale next week. Or like, you know, you think about why was it 1999 and there was a toy similar to it. And I, I got the biggest kick out of this, but the little boy is looking at him and it was the same exact toy, except for one, one box had something extra in it. And it was just like, if you stop and think about it, like, okay, do I really need this extra thing? It costs an extra $10. Like, you know, thinking about it and like, if she would have taught him that lesson, yes, value. And there, like you said, your perception of that value. So I love that you had that experience and shared it because I know that's something our audience deals with every single day. Like as a wealth activator, one of the first things I tell my clients is, okay, how can you be a minimalist? How can you look at your purchases, whether it's service-based or products and think, okay, what's the purpose of me having this? And if I really want to use my money responsibly and enjoy it and have fun with finances, how will this bring me joy? We can replace those, you know, old habits, those things that we've learned with a new behavior so that we can start something better that's more aligned with what we love. So I love that. So you've been mentioning your business, your, your, the functional medicine and all of that. Tell us more about it. I mean, it's, it's just been a huge, huge, huge blessing because I am finding, I mean, clearly, you know, everywhere you look, these days we're finding people that are more and more sick, um, kids that are more sick. Um, just, I think, you know, the numbers, the statistics, especially now are just sort of staggering the amount of people. I think it's one in three children will be diagnosed with some, some type of chronic condition. Um, and the same goes for adults. Obviously it's just, it's, it's pretty crazy. And so they need help. There's a lot of, there's just a lot of people that need help. Western medicine is, uh, can be amazing and it's great for, you know, things like emergency or, you know, if you were in a, in, you know, it can be, it can be life-saving, but it's also was never meant to be healthcare. Um, it was never meant to actually 
make you healthy or look out for your health. And so I'm just finding so many people, so many clients that I have right now have been to multiple doctors and, or have been on prescriptive medications, multiple prescriptive medications for years, sometimes decades, and they are getting more and more sick, um, or they're being told that, you know, or, you know, worse is they're being gaslit and told that, oh, you know, that's, this is, there's nothing wrong with you. Everything's back normal. You know, you don't really have this, this issue. So, you know, you'll have to figure that out. So they've come to me and it's just been a huge blessing because I'm able to take them through the journey um, and the process that I have to get to the, to the root and actually figure out, Oh, you're not, you're not crazy. This isn't all in your head. You really are, you know, dealing with these things and this is what's causing them. And so we're going to fix that so that you never have to deal with it again. And their minds are just sort of blown. They're, they're like, what? You can do that. That's crazy. And um, yeah, it's really, it's really cool. And I've seen a lot of amazing things like getting off their prescriptive, finding issues that they never knew they even had infections that they didn't even know they had. Uh, deficiency. I mean, all the things and getting better actually very quickly too. I think a lot of times, you know, in their minds, they're thinking this is going to take a long time. This is going to be a whole process, but so long. Yeah. Right. But when you've given the right tools and you're able to sort of pinpoint, especially since I've been doing this so long, I'm, I can pinpoint things pretty quickly. And, um, there and so we can move the needle really, really, you know, really swiftly. And they they love that. They love seeing, okay, I can get better. This is possible. I'm not destined to have this diagnosis forever for the rest of my life. I'm able to that's actually that's how I got into functional medicine was that was my story. I dealt with something, a chronic condition for years and um never got answers. And it took me you know, my own research and my own time, I didn't know about functional medicine. I didn't know that that existed. Once I actually found out this was possible, this was out there, I knew I had to give back and I knew I had to make this what I do to help other people. I love that. What's the best way for our audience to get connect with you? Um, you can. So I have my Instagram, Sela Functional Wellness at Sela Functional Wellness. Also my email, DevonChetchikNTP at gmail.com. Okay, perfect. We'll throw those um, links in the show notes. Thank you so much. And for parting words, what words of wisdom do you have for our audience about their entrepreneurship journey? Oh, I'd say keep going, stay focused, invest in yourself, know that it's possible and pray and really lean on, really lean on God to guide your path because he has purpose for you. And as long as you're going in that purpose, you will, you can't fail. I love that. Thank you so much. Thank you for sharing your time with us and your expertise and your money story. It's a beautiful journey. And for those of you listening, please check the show notes to connect with Devin. If you have any chronic conditions, health issues, or know anyone who does, please share this episode and show us some love. Give us a five-star rating and be sure to subscribe. And remember, it doesn't matter how much money you make, it's what you do with it. Hey, hey, thanks for tuning in. Be sure to rate the show. Give us some love. We would love your review. And remember, it doesn't matter how much money you make. It's what you do with it. And some words of advice, pay yourself first. Are you ready to partner with money? Go check out the money dating game at idatemoney.com and choose your partner. We hope you always get the date you want. Hey, 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 
thanks for tuning into the show. Give us a five-star review and share it with your friends. Get ready to activate wealth. Be the next millionaire. With a simple adjustment of your finances using an energetically aligned money multiplier system, you get to build wealth by partnering with money. It's time to have fun with finances. Pick a date, the link is in the show notes, to book your wealth activation call where you will get the one solution to multiply your money. Remember, it doesn't matter how much money you make, it's what you do with it.